Hello, everybody. We are back. It's episode three of season four-ish, four-ish. We've done one episode in season three and then we didn't do anything for months. So we skipped on to season four. So we're in series four, episode three, and we are joined this week by Ticker147. Uh, Tix, how are you, my friend? I'm very well, thank you. And thank you for having me on, man. You appreciate most, that. Most welcome. Currently doing a Pentagon challenge uh, with FM22. You will be able to see the links and everything for him underneath him on the show. And if you're listening, it will be in all the tags as well when it goes out on Spotify. But we will jump straight in. It's the five questions, the big five. Um, and for anyone who's watching Ticket, you'll find out a little bit more about where this love of football originally came from. So we will start off with, what is your first real memory of football? So my first real memory and I've got kind of a connection now with Italian football is going yep. downstairs on a Sunday or a Saturday and watching football Italiano or oh. football Italia as it was called and yeah I've got an old I've got an older brother so he was re- like he's nine years older than me so he was really into football yeah I, I was kind of just like grasping into it and I'd just sit down eat me cocoa pops and then football Italia <laughs> is on there and I'm like yeah I just fell in love with Italian football and all the crazy shirts. I didn't really know players back then. I just yeah. saw these unbelievable shirts that were being run around. And then as more and more got on and years went on, I just kind of grasped football more and just fell in love with the sport. And it's all yeah. come from Serie A football. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Gazzetto del Sport as well, wasn't that's it? it? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. James Richardson on a Saturday morning doing all the <laughs> new stuff. Absolutely oh, brilliant. brilliant. Yeah. Happy <laughs> times. I, I remember watching. and. They, BBC Channel 4 bought that because yeah. they wanted to follow the progress of Gascoigne when That's he went the one, to yeah. yeah. But obviously yeah. then he got crocked just before going. Yeah. And that was it. And it was like, well, hold on a minute. So all the focus suddenly went on to David yeah. Platt, I think, at the time, was over there still. And Des put, Walker. Paul Lips was over there once as well. He went over a bit later. Yeah. I remember him going over. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I, I remember those days. I, I remember watching... <laughs> It must have been one of the first ever games they showed. And obviously it was Lazio because that's where Gaza was going. Yeah, of course. And it was AC Milan versus Lazio. And I think it was like a 5-3 win for Milan. <laughs> a Van Basten hat-trick or something like that. But you think that sets it up. You never see 5-3 wins in Italy. No, no, that's they it. Were, <laughs> especially back then, it was a 1-0 or a 2-1. Yeah, it was, it was defense, that's where defensive football come from from Italy. And exactly. then they show that, it's like a 5-3, it's brilliant. Yeah, first game and everyone's like, get him, well, what's <laughs> going This is the best thing ever. Bored senseless from then on. <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was definitely the period of wonderful players. Serie A Absolutely. back in the day was by far and away the best league in the world. Yeah, oh, easily, easily. Yeah. Love it, love it. Okay, cool, so... What then was the first international, major international tournament you remember? And what was okay, it so that you remember most fondly? For me, I, I was 12 and it was the 2002 World Cup. Okay, and yes. The thing that sticks on me had the most is seeing David Seaman get lobbed from Ronaldinho. <laughs> and I just, I remember where I was. I was sitting in my room and my parents watching it downstairs. I was in my own room and I, I just heard my dad shout. I won't say the words that he shouted. But <laughs> I, I, I heard him shout and I was like, wow, okay. And then I was like, this Brazil side something different. And yeah, it's like, it was unbelievable. But that 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 memory just sticks in my head for, forever from international football. And yeah, 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 it's the earliest one I can think of. And I was I was 12 as well. So I was quite, quite late with the memory, but that one yeah. just... I don't think I'll ever forget it where there wasn't the moment it went in and 
everyone's heart sunk. It's like, oh no. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, and and I've, I've, someone else that we had on the show that that was their first one as well, their yeah. first World Cup. And I remember saying even then, and I'm, I'm going to regret, I'm going to, I'm going to reminisce again because that was probably in season one. But <laughs> being significantly older, I was at work or I was working. Yeah. But obviously it was uh, Japan and South Korea, so the time difference was all over the show. Yeah, yeah. And Brannigan's in Reading opened their doors at seven o'clock in the morning for people to go <laughs> and watch the games. So I think it was a 7.30 kickoff. And uh, I remember going in there and they were only serving um, orange juice or soft drinks oh, because they would opened up the week before and people had beers, got <laughs> smashed and people were not rocking up at work and loads of complaints <laughs> had gone in. So they, yeah, so basically it was orange juice only, but bundled into Brannigan's watching it on this massive screen, watching yeah. David... Siemens ponytail flat backwards <laughs> and full out. bad times, bad times. Absolutely it was, a, was. It was a. I mean, from that point of view as well, and obviously being a, a lover of Italian football, it was kind of the the rebirth of R nine, wasn't it, Ronaldo? Yes, because, absolutely. Yeah, because he'd been out injured for like a year and a half. I think yeah, he'd made yeah. his comeback for Inter and scored a few goals at the end of the season, and then just took that World Cup apart. Oh, yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, you talk about you said about the front three of the, the uh, and that team of Rivaldo, Ronaldinho, and Ronaldo. But I mean, what thinking back? <laughs> what a team! Absolutely, what a team. absolutely. That, that is the thing of uh, FM dreams. Absolutely <laughs> is, yeah. And I, I I still stand by it as Ardine's the best striker we've seen. Oh, if, he, if his yeah, if his knee knee stayed in stacked, he oh he could have gone on for even more. Yeah. Things, I, when, whenever whenever I'm feeling a little bit miffed with football, I, I revert back to his best goals at Barcelona no, that one season. Oh. And some of the goals were just unreal. Um, but yeah, what <laughs> yeah, he best wear, striker. Did he wear number 10 at Barcelona as well? He did, yes. He yeah, was, I was say, 10, that's yeah. the first, first time you're like, yeah, we were in number 10. I remember that. Yeah, right. yeah, absolute, absolute baller. Um, but yeah, cool. So 2002 World Cup. Okay, yeah. cool. So we'll move on then to um, more about sort of your football history. So when you played, what was your most consistent position? Where did you play most regularly? I was a goalkeeper. Goalkeeper? All my life, yeah. Goalkeeper all my ah, life. okay. Because yeah. obviously, had... <laughs> obviously we've had Dave Callas on before and obviously, yeah. you know, Dave from I know uh, Dave, college. Like, yeah. we, we've had uh, some fun, fun times at college, yeah, playing football. <laughs> but, yeah, so, I mean, yeah, I, I, didn't, I did not know you were a goalkeeper. And do you know what? With all of the outfield shirts behind you, there's only the one. Is it a Buffon one I can see? My idol, my idol. Yeah. He's the reason obviously, why I'm a goalkeeper. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. with the goal, yeah, with, with the Italian football, it's got, yeah. it's got to be Buffon. But, I mean, yeah, even that, that period, they went through some fantastic goalkeepers in the mid to late oh. 90s. Oh. You know, the Peruzzi. Yeah, and yeah. uh, uh Paliuka and then yeah, Buffon comes like, in and yeah. And the, even like away. the even the goalkeepers that were in Italy as well, like Toldo was in there. Yes. And then Dida later on, and oh, there was just yeah. so many of them that were like, and they still have them now with like Handanovic and stuff. The, yes, the goalkeepers yeah. in Italy. And I, I I said I've said this for many years, like Chesney is one, one unbelievable goalkeeper now. Ever since he left yeah. Arsenal and then moved to Juventus, he just become a different goalkeeper and yeah, there's just something in Italy that just breeds brilliant goalkeepers and teaches yeah. them well. Yeah, oh, Julio Cesar as well. Oh, yeah, wow, yeah. I mean, it just keeps going. <laughs> it's buzz like you, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's just, yeah, I mean, it is, um, yeah, it is a breeding ground for yeah. great goalkeepers. And I think when you when you look back and you look at the teams that Italy have had and the teams within Italy, 
their goalkeepers, the first, second, third, fourth, fifth choice are all comfortably number ones. You look Easily, at England yeah. and, you know, you're questioning whether Pickford should be England's number one. And then you look at the other ones and you go, oh, shit, we haven't really got a choice. Uh, yeah, actually, yeah, we'll keep him. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Oh, dear. So goalkeeper, goalkeeper yeah. for, for all of those years, do you still play? No, I've retired now. Retired? Uh, I, I packed it, yeah, I packed it in. I uh, had a season with my brother. My brother's yep. 40 now. We, we had yep. a final season together. We uh, yep. went undefeated in our league. We, won, we nice. won, uh, won the league and then we both kind of leaked each other. My brother still helps out with the team, but we kind of both leaked each other and says, you know what, that's that's one way go out and that's yeah. how we went out. No, nah, that's fair, that's fair. Go out on the top. Nice, I like Absolutely. it. Absolutely. I like it. Um, if only David Seaman had done that before the 2002 <laughs> True. <World Cup>. <laughs> 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 oh dear. Um, so if you could have done one thing differently that would have potentially enhanced or uh, made more of your footballing ability, what do you think it would have been? Uh, it's a bit of a deep on this as one, but it's uh, anxiety. Uh, really? I, okay. I suffer with anxiety and like going to play with new teams or new players or where there's a crowd I suffer with. I'll tell you yeah. a little story that I had. Uh, when I was playing with uh, my brother, we were in a cup final. We played at Newcastle yeah. Town, which is a local one to us. Yes, yeah. And I had one of the best games I ever had. We lost 2-1, a uh, penalty and a, an unbelievable goal. Couldn't, couldn't be out. I got a phone call three days later from Altrincham Town's reserve manager. Yeah. Uh, he was like, phone me up, reeled off my full name. I was like, who yeah. are you? What you do? How do you know this? <laughs> He's like, <laughs> we, we we saw you in a final and we want to know if you want to play for Ultracon Town for us. But our keeper's injured. We'll give you a run in the first team for two, week, two weeks while the keeper's injured. And then yeah. we'll put you in the reserves for the rest of the time. And I turned it down because I, I didn't have, a bit, I just couldn't do it. I knew that I wouldn't be able to turn up and play, play there because I'd just be so anxious. And yeah, the thought of making a mistake in front of people just scared the living daylight out of me so if I could change like the anxiety and stuff like that then 100% and yeah I'd like to so yeah I think so just linking on to that anxiety side of things is it something you've lived with for a long time oh is yeah it something yeah. that hit you right okay no, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a long time yeah it is because I mean I, I I'm I've done a season in goal at school purely yeah. because at that point in time I didn't have the confidence to think I would be in the first team as a yeah. as an outfield player yeah, yeah. It, it turned out I was one of our better players, but as a yeah. goalkeeper, I was so hit and miss. One week, I think I I saved the penalty and we won six one. The week yeah. after, I threw the ball in my net twice and we drew five five. <laughs> so it, it is. It was yeah, but yeah, it people say it and and it's it's such a lonely place as a goalkeeper because oh yeah, absolutely yeah, everyone else can make a mistake and yeah. get away with it. You're yeah. the only place and and. And you're not the first person I've spoken to who, who's lived with the anxiety and actually then said, you know, I was a goalkeeper. And you, yeah. and, and you think, well, that is a massive jump. And I mean, it is, it is essential. Oh, yeah. yeah. From, a, from a mental health point of view and also from a football point of view, it's essentially a sink and swim situation. Yeah, yeah, it really is. I, 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 when, I was, uh, when I was training and I had, a, I had a goalkeeping coach, he literally said, you can make five saves, but you make one mistake, everyone remembers your mistake because it costs yeah. you a goal. Yeah, it's, it just it, that stuck in my head forever. That did, and I was like, Yeah, yeah and I'm going to say, if, with the anxiety side of things, that is not yeah. helpful. Yeah, yeah, I don't need that on top as well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like I, I love playing in goals, though. It is, yeah, I, I'll say it forever. It is the best position on the field purely because you're like, like yeah, you are on your own, but you're so crucial to to the team. You have a good yeah. goalkeeper; it changes the whole aspect of the team. And, and most it's, definitely. It's the, yeah, it's, it's the most unique and best position on the field. 
Yeah, and I mean, we, we with the team I've run, we've been very lucky with the goalkeepers we had. We had a guy play, who was playing in the Bulgarian second division a few years ago yeah. before he moved over here. Yeah. Um, we've had a guy who was playing sort of high-ish level non-league up until he was 19. Yeah. Um, and then basically they said, you're not going to grow. So they sacked him <laughs> off. But oh, he he was, I think he's like 5'10", but as a goal, unbelievable goalkeeper. Yeah. And it makes such a difference because the one thing you find on Sunday league football is you can find a decent goalkeeper, but most of the time they can't kick a ball. Yeah, true, yeah. So, yeah, so you, true. So goal kicks, you either happen to play short all the time or drop yeah. very deep as the yeah. ball just clears the very area. Yeah. Or your centre-off seat and needs to play in everyone's yeah. side. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's, it, and those are the key things. Or you have a goalkeeper who can kick and you just hope he can sweep because you don't have any yeah. faith in him catching the ball. Absolutely. So, yeah. <laughs> cool. Cool. So, finally, and this is the big five, the big five. What do you feel are the key attributes to make the modern day, the perfect modern day uh, footballer? And we're not talking sort of position specific here. It's It's the things that you think Every player, if they want to be at the top of their game, the five key things they should have. So going down like the football manager route of like thinking of attributes yes. and stuff like that, like yeah. determination is massive. It, yeah. If you, you've got to want it, you really have got to want it out there. Yeah. If, you, if you don't want it, then it's not going to come to you. So determination is no. so high up there. Technique as well, always. It, it, it does help, but for me, technique, it, you can tell the difference of players. Like, for example, Kevin De Bruyne's technique is out of yeah. this world. If you've got like just a glimpse of his technique, then you're going to be up there. Yeah, absolutely are. Uh, natural fitness. I don't think people understand just how much fitness you need to be a footballer. I think they just no. it's ninety minutes, ninety minutes of football, and they, they just run around and then they get a week off. Absolutely not. They're, they're training seven times a week, sometimes if not more. So. The amount of people <laughs> that go, oh, but I, I can run around on a five-a-side pitch <laughs> yes. for an hour, two hours. I don't see the. Oh, no, 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 no. You've missed. Yeah. <laughs> You're not getting it, are you? <laughs> yeah, you, you just don't understand what it is. So, yeah, it's it, it just don't. But for me, yeah, that's that's a big one. Uh, I don't know what I'd put it in. I don't know if I'd say it's an anticipation, but to be able to read a, a game of football is yeah, absolutely crucial. Awareness, yeah, 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 is absolutely crucial for me. Yeah, you you can tell the difference in a player. And a, a quick story again, once for me, Sunday League team when I played that final that I was on about. Yeah, we had a guy because we played a full Polish team that's uh, yeah. in Stoke fantastic team i've never played yeah. anyone as good as them yeah one of their players played in the champions league for league of warsaw he come yeah. over because he got dropped and he wasn't making the money and he says over in a year in england there's more money so he sends it home to his family because I, yeah. I, I i was like straight up to him like i want to talk to you you played in the champions league <laughs> just his level of awareness as you say and knowing the game of football just shone upon every single one and you can just say yeah he's, he's the best player on this pitch so yeah. for me, just being able to read a game is just amazing and yeah. Unbelievable. I mean, we've we've got a, a chunk of those or had a chunk of those and got still uh, playing for for me who are Hungarian and Bulgarian, and you see the way they approach the game. Yeah, uh, it's it's so much so so different the way yeah. they do things, and they know when to give away those little tactical fouls and things Absolutely. like that, and and, it, yeah. and that is all in the awareness when to do it, how yeah. to do it, how to get away with it, and much like you said about the financials. The, the guy who I was saying played uh, second division in Bulgaria, essentially the, the, the management of the club weren't paying the players the promised wages. Oh, so they were, yeah. they were getting some degree of the wages, but then a lot of it was bonuses and they weren't getting them. Yeah. And he then decided he was going to leave the club uh, because of it. 
And the club then basically said, you'll never play here again. You'll never play in, uh, in the wow. league again. We'll make sure no one else picks you up. And so he moved over to the UK and he earns the same amount of money per week as a dry liner oh, wow. and gets to play for fun. Essentially, yeah, that's yeah. On yeah. a Saturday and Sunday. There and you it's go. like, you know, and that and it, that has got to be, um, for you know, everyone dreams of being or everyone who likes football yeah, dreams of being yeah. a pro footballer. <laughs> and it just shows how bad it must be for someone to just walk away from it that easily. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So it's an yeah. eye opener for them. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Cool. OK, so that's uh, four of them. What's what's four. number five? I would say composure. Yes. To be like, which goes hand in hand with reading the game. Yeah. But just to be not panicking on the ball, like you say, you've managed in Sunday and Saturday leagues. You see people yeah. that are scared when they get the ball like at the feet and they, they start looking like a pigeon tapping the toes. <laughs> you just need that guy that just can look up, find the ball, and just yeah. play it out. And like having someone, like say, not position wide, but like as a center off for me, as a goalkeeper, having a center off in front of me that picks up that ball, delivers it out, and he's so cool. It's yeah. one of the best things I've ever I've ever experienced with for football for me anyway. And I just felt confident with having a guy there that was so composed and yeah. didn't mind passing his left, didn't mind passing right. If he needs to go long, he knew it was go long. And he was it was just like with the understanding of the game and the composure, blend yeah. them two together and you've got a one hell of a player on your hands. No, most definitely. Um and I, I agree. I mean I will quickly go through what you said. So we've got the determination technique, fitness, awareness and composure. The determination, obviously, if you want to yeah. be a pro, if you want to get better, you've got to be determined to do it. Yeah. You, you know, you can't go into it half-heartedly because you'll end up like Ravel Morrison. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure he doesn't watch the show, so I'm safe. Safe with yeah. that one. No, no slander, nothing. You're fine. Um, uh, but the technique, the awareness and the composure is a, is a combined because I think yeah. the technique covers so many intricate attributes. Yeah like your first touch and things like that, that awareness yeah. to bring the ball down, be able to control it, but also know what you're going to do before it's even got to you. Yeah. The, the thing that frustrates me the most on football is when um, people pick the ball up, lose it straight away and said, where is the call? <laughs> because the one thing I, in my head, the one thing you do is when the ball comes to you, you have a quick look round to see where people are. Absolutely. Absolutely and you're not do. doing it for the opposition necessarily, but you're also doing it so you can get the ball out of your feet and play a pass straight Yeah, away. get your players, yeah, your players. But <laughs> when people go, oh, where was the call? Well, why did you not look? <laughs> yeah, as simple as that, yeah. Uh, yeah, um, but having that awareness, and as you say, that composure, I mean, I, I remember playing years ago um, back in Reading with a guy, and as a kid, he was very good, but by the time he got to 19, 20, he proper pounded up. Yeah. And he'd been a centre midfielder, but then he played the centre-back. And he was still technically a very good player. He just couldn't run. And I remember he used to just get the ball from our goalkeeper and he'd have a striker trying to win the ball. And it'd just be arm across him, holding him off and picking a 40-yard <laughs> pass. And you're like, this guy's like 19, 20, and he's doing that yeah, to men, proper men. Yeah, exactly and, that, yeah. And it's just, you you just gave him the ball. You didn't care. Gave him the yeah, ball because he knew... He was he, going to, something good was coming from it. Yeah, you Absolutely. knew, it, worst case scenario, he wasn't going to lose it. Yeah, yeah, true, <laughs> so, yeah, true. You know, <laughs> um, but yeah, the, so that composure and that awareness is fantastic. And then actual fitness, as we said, you know, people people underestimate the level of fitness you have to yeah. have. I've oh, had yeah, a absolutely. decent level and I was lazy. Yeah. Um, and part of the laziness was I knew I didn't have 
enough of the fitness and it wasn't something I had a great interest in improving mm. on. But what I but I always played to my strengths. Yep. Um and now you see people and it's you don't you can't you can't get away with it now. You've no, got to not. have you've got to have that fitness. People like Matt Letizia yeah. nowadays would be nowhere near nowhere near no, nowhere near not. the level nowhere that they were at the time. Yeah. But you know and it's a bit it's a it is a big start a big step and as you say you know people the lack of awareness of yeah how fit, fit you need be. to be yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, I run around a five a side pitch where yeah <laughs> okay well done <laughs> oh, i'm up and down them stairs all day at work yeah oh, God, shut <laughs> it up. um ticker it's been an absolute pleasure having you on my friend um for those of you who aren't already go and check it out all links and everything else are below at the moment or in the descriptions um give him a follow check out the current pentagon challenge going on on fm uh going around the world, trying to win all of the major Champions League equivalents in each different continent. Always a good watch, always a good laugh, and always lots of interaction, which, you know, from a streamer is what you want. Ticker, as I say, been an absolute pleasure having you on, my friend. Enjoy the rest of your evening, and we will catch you very soon. Thank you very much. It's been an absolute pleasure, buddy. Thank you very much, my man. Appreciate that. <laughs>